Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everyone, it's the Matron Payjack Podcast. We're back for another week. Um, I mentioned two episodes ago that we, we had a plan to do this as a limited series. This wish actually would have been the last episode, but um, I said we're enjoying it. I mean, it's the most, it's one of the few really, truly enjoyable things in my life right now. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm be remiss of me to kind of cut that thing out. Um, but yeah, it's going, yeah. it's going all right. I'm in a, I'm in a mad, like up and down mood at the moment. Like I am, um, Things are not great, you know. Things in the world are not great. Things in, you know, and the knock-on effects that it has to, you know, business and all, and therefore life and all that is, is tough. But one thing that's going really well for me, Chris, I've not spoken to you about this yet. I absolutely killed my wife at Scrabble last night. Absolutely, oh, wow. I'm so glad you said it, Scrabble. Killed her, wiped the floor with her. It was, it was a victory for the ages. And like, she's does about, she play the game or does she go for words? Because I imagine she's like me and plays the game more than the she, words. Well, she's a, as a primary school teacher, she normally batters me because she's just got a greater grasp over. The, oh yeah, at playing it as a game. Whereas I, t- I always used to play it. Like I play most games, to be honest. Like 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 that. Like I, I, I don't mind or never used to mind. <laughs> never used to mind losing a game. But if I pulled out an absolute stonker of a word. Then I'd take uh, that'd be enough for me. I'd enjoy, I'd enjoy, I'd enjoy it from that perspective because you get to show off your uh, vocabulary. Uh, whereas no, last night I I played the game, I played the game hard. The problem is with 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 old you is there's no W in vocabulary, is there? And I'm after the W's, mate. Um, I think they're worth about four points as well, and they're worth more than that to me. Um, it's absolutely true. I, you know, I, yeah, I'm not. I, I, we've had this conversation. I think you've always been a very naturally competitive person, but it's something that's come to me in later life. Um, as I've gotten older, I've become more more competitive. I think it was probably to the book of my I just dad. don't see the point of getting involved in something and just half arsing it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, what what what's the point? I mean, like, th- my mentality is so similar to Michael Jordan in the Last Dance. With none of the skill or or anything to back it up, or the smiles, like but, but that's me. That's me mentality. Yeah, that's how I go into every game, and it's how I feel if I lose a game of fucking checkers or chess or everything. I feel like him losing an NBA Finals, which he never did. Yeah, that's the that, that's that's how annoyed I get with things. What it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, and maybe it is. Maybe it's the wrong way to go in because you know I get pissed off at the slightest little thing. You know what I mean, but 
it's I just it, I get so much out of winning. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, uh, to be fair, we've had that down the years, and I my because because it doesn't bother me so much. It depends on my mood. How I used to tackle those things was, I if I'm not asked, I'm not asked. So when people are truly uber competitive, and I look, I look, I often look at the situation and go. I, I don't care enough about this you know when you, you look at who needs it and there's plenty of times down the years with people who have, have, have let I've just gone oh, fucking I don't yeah. it's because what, what we'll also note on this it's not it's, it's the knock on impact of that person when they then don't win um, and what that means for the what that means for, like we had to stop playing in this office we had to stop playing Pro Evo 6 in the mornings because if you and Tom lost, battering everyone. Yeah, yeah. Because if you and Tom That's lost, right. the office I mean, was, game, I, 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 was just no one, not anyone could do on Pro Evo Six yeah. against me. Yeah, you included, and that's why. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just that's why we stopped playing. But yeah, we stopped. We never stopped playing. We never stopped playing. We stopped playing in the mornings because it was ruining the working environments for, <laughs> for the rest of the day. It meant either you and Tom were gloating, or you and Tom couldn't couldn't function until we played another game uh, and, and, got, and got the win so yeah it's a, it's a, it's the, the competitiveness is a dangerous game but yeah I, I, I nearly smacked it by 100 points in Scrabble oh. last night honestly mate I it, I was brutal I was putting like horrible cheap I was playing like three letter words just to make sure that I was taking the big the big spaces out of the game and all that you kind of thing you gotta do if you want to win at Scrabble mate yeah it's the way you've got to play the game unfortunately and it's sly and you end up with crappy words and a board that doesn't reach the corners because you're just half arsing it but that's the way it is if you want to win you've yeah. got to go out there and it, it's basically the it, it's the scrabble equivalent of fucking you know those cricketers who just go uh, and dink it fucking yeah. one yard yeah. and, and just keep on going in a five over game and you're like this is so boring yeah but I know you're gonna win, so I'm all in on it. Like, yeah, you're not, you, yeah, you, you're cool to be like your night watchman coming in and just seeing it out for you. Yeah, just get to the end of the day, fine. Well, those guys, guys, who, yeah, who mass these incredible careers, like, but like ne they never come close to the run totals. They've just got like records for how long they've been at bat for. Like, yeah, absolutely, yeah, that's true, absolutely true. But I, we've got there's a number of games, a number of things that me, that my wife is much better than me at, and it's normally Scrabble because she's far more switched on. But um, I don't know what it was. I was just I was in. I, you know, I'd had a few bevies, and all my emotions had been had been drowned out by a few, by a few beers. Was always a good way to do. If you want if you want to feel less, drink more uh, is is a good way to deal with life. Um, I've been so yeah, in that for years. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so yeah, I did. I, I absolutely took it took her to school, and that, which is a shame because. Her, 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 she's in a bit not a great way because obviously she's handling the kids full time and as a teacher we talked about this last week she's having to step back into that world pretty soon as well which is crap but um, I couldn't I could have I, I probably should have let her out the win because she probably needed it it was a bit like we did footy manager this week and um, we lost the game and I could see your life unravelling <laughs> <laughs> unravelling around you one minute I think it's one hour and 14 minutes in because someone put a comment and, and just went footy manager and time coded it right and I went back and I was like let's have a look and I go footy manager <laughs> oh, fuck's sake and you're not on screen I think you're getting changed and I'm just dead in my own little world shaking my head dead pissed off like we had one loss and a one draw and I was just I was my blood was boiling mate yeah it's it's what what effectively we've discovered because I had this because I've been doing the the Pro Evo streams as well. Effectively, I've managed to replace the thing about I hate most about football in my life, and that is 
that you are your happiness is now hinged upon something that's out of your control and look it's a computer game so it's technically more within our control than it's ever been but when you're not brilliant at that computer game it's still further than out of your reach and that's even more frustrating when it's down to you and you make a mistake and you you have literally decided by your inability to press three buttons or a stupid decision you've made to make a change on something like i played a game before chris when i am um, i finally figured out a formula that worked for me and instead of going with that same team again i accidentally pressed start match same time on <laughs> and just went straight through to the game you like you just want to just get you just what you want to do is i understand where, why people break control pads because it's not the game's fault it's our own innate stupidity that we have to blame have to blame in these situations um yeah and that and the fact that we do choose to put ourselves as 37 year old men who have now become basically full-time gamers <laughs> yeah let me see let me see if um i've got one of the comments because i thought it was absolutely brilliant from from it i'll just see if i can find it here now for you honestly this because you know robin walked in didn't she yeah um, towards the end and started going on about a bike ride or something and she wanted a bike ride and uh, let me see what this fella said oh come on where are you oh I'm looking at the wrong video that's brilliant a problem. oh Phil um, <laughs> seems as good a time as anyone to remind anyone that we've got a Patreon hey everyone we have got a Patreon patreon.com forward slash mate x page i help support the podcast in trying times and get extra bonus content as well we're going to be recording our very first q a the plan as it stands is to do it live so people who are members of our patreon get to come into the room with us by whether it's via discord or zoom or whatever we figure out um, and have a live q a with us on the spot there and then you get to be in the room you get to ask the questions we answer them we have a bit of a hangout maybe we have a little bit of a bevy or whatever it's going to be a good laugh you can get involved and the only way to get involved with that is to go to patreon.com forward slash mate x and sign up there's a whole host of other little bits and pieces of benefits as well like getting your name in the end credit to this podcast getting some shout outs and that kind of stuff but yeah we've got the q a coming up we're very excited about it and you can be a part of it by going to patreon.com forward slash mate Right, okay, we're back. There we go. A perfect opportune moment to stick an advert in. Chris has found what he needs to. It's been 20 yes. minutes. <laughs> so, GSP Video said, Daughter, I want you to do a bike ride. Chris, I can't. I'm dressed up to do a fake press conference for a computer game. <laughs> Honestly, in years to come, you realise these are the formative years of your children and there's bits of this that they're going to remember in years to come yeah. and they're going to have this memory of this spell of their time their life where they weren't allowed to go to school instead they had to sit at home with their dad who locked himself in this teeny tiny little room surrounded by computers and put a suit jacket and shirt on over his trackies or shorts, shorts. <laughs> and they'll be like that you know they'll oh scouts only wears a wears a suit in a fucking in a courtroom and they'll be like shut up my dad wears a suit to go and play a computer game and they'll be like oh dear god <laughs> we need to get you a briefcase it's the only time i ever wear a suit yeah yeah weddings and, weddings only... and football manager and the only reason i actually wear a suit in the series is because i was wearing a suit jacket for the uh, charity shield yeah because i had to wear get dressed up smart for that so i went you know continuity yeah Went with the suit jacket for the for, for the for that episode that have stuck in that jacket ever since. Yeah, uh, it's good. It's good. We were saying because I bought you I bought you a new hat 
and but I bought it before you went full in on suit manager. Well, I think some of it stemmed back to the uh, the avatar creation because you said in your own words the tracksuits look crap, so you didn't. Oh, want they to do, be... mate. They look like Donnies, you know what I mean? And no one, no one from Liverpool's wearing a Donny tracksuit. And if you're wearing a Donny tracksuit from this, strip off, take it off, light it up, put it in the bin. Obviously, after it's gone out. Yeah, sad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sorry. I mean, if it's all you can afford, then I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry that I'm sorry that that's I'm sorry that that's what it is. Go to the charity shop around Liverpool. You get tons of Adidas trackies when they're back open again. Um, Chris, how's you? How have you been? How's your week been? Uh, pretty difficult, um, all told. <laughs> but what? Yeah, it's been pretty difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's been a living hell. It's been a living hell. That's basically it. Um, but that's some really good news today. Mm. So, um, I don't, I don't know whether you remember me cousin Janaya. Mm, your name rings a bell. So, um, she used to live with us when we were yes teenagers. Um, and we've met her a few times in the crazy house over the years, going back fifteen years or whatever. And I've been trying to, I, I tried to reconnect with her a few years ago, and she she got off Facebook and all that type of stuff. And that's it. I had not really thought any more of it. And then I was thinking about her a couple of months ago. So I'd love to get back in touch with Janae and Michael, see where they're up to and stuff. And I, I did a video on my channel, um, and. I was just I just did a rating video and someone sent a photograph of there with the hair and some fella um Rob I think his name was I can't remember oh Chris Johns his name was and he sent a picture of his hair and his big pink hair and I just ripped the shit out of it to be honest with you and I put it up and I emailed him said listen video goes live might owe you an apology thanks for sending that in he's like oh, that's cool man I sent it in for a laugh anyway blah 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 and then he emailed me back and said random one mate of mine Yoli said are you Janaya's cousin and I was like oh yeah I am I've been trying to I've been trying to I've been thinking about it. I'd love to get back in touch could you pass it on so I've not looked at that email address for a while because I've not done a page at rates video so I looked in I looked in there and he emailed me back like a couple of weeks ago and got my cousin's phone number for me so I texted her today um, this afternoon and I texted her and then we've just been sending uh, photos and messaging each other all afternoon like so it's been like she's my cousin but we just lost contact with her completely probably I've probably not had a conversation with her in 15 years, probably 17 years, maybe when we were going to Crazy House all the time. So, and then we she sent photos of her kids over and I was sending photos of my kids and stuff like that. So I've actually come into this in a really belter mood um, because of that, like, because I'm like, oh, right, well, so we'll, you know, hopefully we'll meet up and stuff when all this shite's over and that. And I got to see her, she's not changed at all. So yeah, just a really like positive little lockdown story. That's boss, that, um, isn't it? For me, for a change. Yeah, yeah for what? <laughs> we're, normally, we're normally elbow deep in human shit. At this point on the podcast, as we as we as we pile through all that kind of stuff, I am um, yeah. We're in a weird. Uh, it's such a weird environment. The whole thing. I mean, look, it goes without saying that the lockdowns have been mad. It's the word I've used most in the last two months is the word mad. And you know, we I've been saying for a couple of weeks. I think we've all everyone's been kind of building up to this point where they're kind of they're kind of done with it or whatever. We've generally all reached. I think everyone's kind of reached their own version of breaking points and, and, and whatever. But also, we you know that that whole. You were talking about it this weekend, and we both did this. Is the loosening of the lockdown, the very minute changes they made to the stuff that we're allowed to do, is because we, 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 me and Charlie are talking about life, and we're talking about problems and stresses that we're facing, the combination of work and, and all the things that come around it. And like, 
and it's mad because we've been in plenty of stressful situations before we've both been through we've both been through counseling at times we've been through stress and anxiety we've been through all these things but more often than not the simple the, the, we've, we've worked the pattern of, of, of play and how you best support each other in these things and the maddest thing is that the, the quick answer to, to most problems particularly as a parent the simplest answer Chris is just let the kids go and stay at the grandparents for a couple of days and you, you, you'll find you're pretty much on an even keel after that fact um, so without look at dealing with a set of problems to which there are no longer the solutions you're having I'm having the chats and going well we can't do nothing we can do yeah we can't what can you do nothing we can do yeah not and you, we, you, like you look at it it's, it's, it's a bizarre world to be in a situation this sounds stupid people might be going duh it's been like this for two months but I feel it a bit more pressingly more exacerbated than ever than ever at the moment of like you know when you're looking down another month and thinking what's going to what's going to change what's yeah. going to be I mean, I, I mean for me that's where it comes back to doesn't it the weekend and stuff if you and I'm sure a lot of people who've watched this will have done this I'm sure it's a minority that haven't. But if you followed the lockdown rules strictly, that was a big difference last weekend. Mm. It was the first time for me where I actually felt I had a weekend. You know, we went to yeah. Chili Woods on um, on Saturday. I had a boss at a walk around there. Kids loved that and all that. And then we went out and we drove out to Limdam, which is only like 15 minutes away. Around, I had a little walk around the lake, somewhere we'd never been before. But I wanted to go somewhere because I've been, just been like been sat inside me everyone's in the same boat we're all cooped up and all i want to do is get out yeah get out as far as i can from where i know and people i've seen and houses i've seen and you know the the, the, the walk around the block and i just want to go somewhere new i want to go up to the fucking dales or the lakes yeah. and i just want to do a, a ymca holiday i just want to go walking for a couple of days or yeah. something mad like that you know doesn't doesn't need to be i don't need i don't want to go and sit and sit off in a beach i don't want to do that i just want to go and walk and see things i've not seen before so that that was like where the limdam thing came from it's dead easy little walk for the kids it was like one and a half kilometers took us an hour and a half because you know we've got two kids in tow but it was quiet there was a fucking ice cream van there which i managed to avoid but you know the kids were there i had like lollipops in my pocket like a fucking nonce you know what i mean but you know um <laughs> It is what it is. I know how to keep the kids quiet. You get a good 15 minutes of quietness out of a fucking ch chupper chup. You know, you yeah. do, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking yeah. Brilliant. So I'm like, waiting. I was like, look, I've got I've got a surprise for you. You've gone to, you effectively like been forced. <laughs> yeah. You've been forced to go to the paedophile's handbook in order to pick up tips and techniques for keeping your kids quiet. It works. It works. <laughs> yeah, come on, let me come in the car and I'll give you a lollipop. <laughs> straight on there and then I'm like boom I've got about 15-20 minute drive that lollipop should last the entire journey here's the fucking tablet that I didn't tell you we had on the way here there's that here's your fucking bluetooth headphones smash that on eat your lollipop bliss yeah. and, uh, and that was it that was my ride home and I sorted myself out we got home and I was like get in the fucking garden I am Gosh, had a little beer perfect weekend i know honestly like i we we, we went coldish park and i had gone twice in a few days um there i'd gone so i'd taken the kids myself and i'd gone back to where we used to play footy and stuff like that and it's mad because like anyone who's been to carlstones park will know it's just a boss park um but it, for us it was so significant because like it was over the road from my dad's house growing up I, I lived in that park for so long and every single nook and cranny of that park has like a nostalgia value to me i can go i could go right i could do uh, I could I could walk out. I could spend an entire day in that park and recount 
a story for every tree and for every every spot, space of land and every little undercover and, and every little literally like that was just mad just walking around in this like pure nostalgia fest and it gave me a real emotional boost to do it because it's those things isn't it where you're reminded and it, one conversation about this week is how long how mad it's going to be when we're finally all let loose again and how because everyone's going to be ticking the bucket lists off like mad um but then how long is it going to take us for all to go full circle and just get back to exactly what we were before and but it does make you think doesn't it when you go when you're getting out again and you and you you expanding your boundaries and obviously whether you're going to somewhere new or whether you're going to somewhere old how it it, it it gives you that lift it just gives you that lift that you need because you need i think you need to dream of better in times like this you kind of need something that makes you think that there's a, a degree of normality and it was nice to go it's nice i mean i don't know how quiet lynn was but like obviously college park was quite busy um but knowing as well that you, you'd allow to it's allowed to be busy made me feel loads more relaxed about it, it was the first time I've, I've not just the first time i've been out for longer than an hour it's the first time I've been out somewhere other than coming to the office or going to the park that's two minutes walk away from ours and you know and being and also being able to go out and not feel the need to bore eye holes into the side of everyone's head who doesn't look moderately related to one another um you know as it did feel like the first steps towards normality which is crazy because you know you, you pay a bit more attention to me than to this than I do like but like Nothing's really changed <laughs> in the world, but the, but it's about getting the getting the right mentality for it more than anything, I guess. That's it, and 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 listen, you know, there's loads of things that this government have done bad, but I I couldn't have thought of better timing for the relaxation from a mental health yeah. point of view for me personally. I disagree with the timing of it, uh, all told, because I don't think it's safe quite yet and all that type of stuff. But mentally, I was absolutely at the a breaking point yeah. so needed that more than anything and I, and I think you know when you think back and, and I'm not backing the government up here but when you think back to they wanted to leave the lockdown for as late as possible and they've opened it earlier than people from a mental health standpoint I think that's really worked for me yeah because I'm not sure how I would have been had we gone into it earlier and relaxed it later yeah. like throw another month on of that hardcore lockdown and I, I'd have been I'd have been broken yeah I'd have been absolutely broken like you know there's times when uh, the kids are the kids are in here in here with me now i'm really lucky you know we've got quite a big house and all that type of stuff and i'm like oh my god why are we all within a foot and a half of each other yeah. fuck's sakes yeah. can you just get out of me fucking space like you yeah. know what i mean and i'm like and you've been on the phone with us and, and whatever where they're just screaming uh, playing a game next to me and my head is just like do you remember that harry enfield sketch where they fill the woman's brain up no it sounds amazing. Right, so there's Harry Enfield sketch where they fill the man's brain up and it just fills up naturally. Yeah. And then the woman's brain, it just scatters all over the yeah. place like a kid's fucking drawn on yeah. it. That's what my head has felt like yeah. whenever I'm in the room with the family at the moment. Yeah. It's just it's just too much. It's just, it's a sensory overload. It's, it's loud. It's visual. It's fucking... You can't smell sweets. <laughs> I can taste my bitterness. Yeah. It is everything, you know. I can, it is a pure sense of So for me, like I was a breaking point. So I'm made up that it's changed it in that regard because I, I needed it too. Like, but it's but that's the thing, and it's worth. And I'm sure there's people who are home listening and watching who are in a similar situation. Like it's it's breaking. You cut everyone's come to that in, to varying degrees and stuff. Because you're right, and what happens is. And you, you explained it to me, and obviously my wife just said similar things. 
we will, everyone's fuse is just getting shorter and shorter. And the problem is, of course, is that you... So you've got that situation where you're trying to get on with your life and you're in, you're in a room with your kids. And when you spend that much time with your kids... People who haven't got kids are not going to get this. So I apologize. Like, I don't want to feel like we slaughtered the fact of having children. I love having kids. I love having my kids. They're the best thing in my entire life. I have well better, more good times with them than I do with have bad times with them. But you forget that they're going through lockdown as well. And mm-hmm. so it's not just your own fuse that's short. Is that their fuses are short? Like my kids are so much quicker to cry over nothing at this point. And you and then, but what happens as a parent? Your first reaction is to think, "Am I doing this? Is this my fault? Are they being pricks because I'm a prick?" And you know, and you said it. I've had it myself. You know, I'm I'm raising my voice in situations that I would never come. It would never come close to touching me normally but all of a sudden it just takes i equate it to being like a we're all like houses of cards at the moment and it looks it looks all right and you can put you can build it up but it takes very little to knock it down and when it goes you've then like try building another house of cards once you've just had a full house of cards knocked down you're not doing it are you your motivation to do it's not there your stamina to do it all that kind of stuff and that's what it's kind of feeling like at the moment is it everything feels like it's getting on top um, and all these little things have a knock-on effect, but then you, again, you're looking at your kids and thinking, I don't really think of it from their perspective. They must be, their heads must be done in. They just don't have the ability to express it because kids adapt much quicker and much easier and with more less tangible fuss. They don't moan about it as much as we do because we're grown-ups and we're used to moaning about stuff. But you, when you look at them and you start to realise, like, I've had you on a... You've, I, I, I got lost in doing something. You've been on the te- you've been watching the telly for three hours, and now when I ask you to come and do something else, you lose your head. Well, of course you do. If I got locked, if I got lo- if I get lost in something like that for that amount of time, my head goes just as quickly. And it's my like you know, I, I don't- R2, R2 celebrated getting in the car the other day. Yeah, yeah. Like Saturday, they, they celebrated. They said, yeah, where are we going? And it didn't matter to them. I was like, we're going to the woods. And then you should have seen it when I told them they were going to the woods and that I could do it. But you're right. And like we're we're all right in that you know Lyra had only just started nursery, so she'd gone. She starts nursery in January, so I don't know where is it early March was yeah, it? So like the eighth of March yeah. or something like that. So she had two months. So it's just a little bit more. Not back to normal because she's not seeing the grandparents and the grandparents were kind enough to look after them four days a week for us. So it's it's strange in that regard. But Robin's at the point where she's missing her mates. Yeah. And like, I'm a fucking terrible person in that I don't have any of her mates' mum's numbers or nothing anyway. I don't have any of them on Facebook. You know, dropping off at school is that for me. I don't stand around and have a natter or whatever and picking up's exactly the same. So for me, I don't have any way where I can just pick up a fucking phone and go, yeah, we'll just talk to Felicity for a bit or one of their other mates or something like that. So I I feel bad in that regard because I should do more for it and I will do when we move out of this. Um, But yeah, it's a... it is sly on the minute, but they're it's the problem. But they're the other problems as well. Is that you're managing, you're managing your, you're managing yourself, and that's hard. Like just trying to keep yourself above water is a very difficult thing to do. And then, in addition to that, you're managing your partner's mental health and you're managing your kids, and then and then all the bits and pieces that need to get done. And when you're not feeling good plans are the first thing that go out the window. But plans is what we all need. Like I'm not, you know me, I'm not, I'm not keen on. On pattern and repetition and all that, but everyone needs a bit of structure. But they're the things that, that you know that, that go out the window. And I, I like the, you say about the kids and the mates. We we turn around today and we're like, Jack got on a, had a, has had a couple of Zoom calls with his mates. 
and I saw actually saw a tweet from Steve McInerney, who's a Steam company, who's a mate of ours, and he nailed it. And he said about this about like Zoom calls. He's like, you always feel dead like annoyed in the build up to them, like, oh god, I've got to organise this. This is going to be a bit shit and blah blah blah. But you'd always end up feeling better for them off the off off the back of it because there's just being able to talk to different people and being able to do bits and pieces. It's slightly less prevalent for us, I think, because we're still doing videos and we're still doing this and skyping people or whatever but when you haven't seen it well, we had one zoom call with our family the week and it was it was there was no structure to it it was carnage it wasn't particularly entertaining but there was just something to seeing all the family's faces and having a couple of laughs that made you come off the back of it and you realize that as a parent it's your job to sort this stuff out and you know and, and again it sounds blindingly obvious but like all of a sudden these are not issues that we've ever had to face before because normally they go off for seven hours a day, eight hours a day, and spend all the time in the world with these. They get all the exercise they're ever going to need. You never think about it. We all wondered why we got to university age and got fat. And it's because we weren't running around on a fucking yard for an hour and a half every single day. These are all these things that need to be considered all of a sudden. And we're having to consider them at the same time as also trying to make sure that we, you know, we, we, me and Charlie talked about the idea of moping. The amount of time, if, you, if, I, if I lie down now, I'm done. The, to finding the motivation to get myself up from horizontal is just becoming increasingly difficult. If I'm up and about, I'm fine. But if you never stop, and the second you get comfortable, and if and if, if heaven forbid you should not be bothered for five minutes in that time, then getting yourself up after that five minutes becomes fucking impossible. It's a, it's just it's just it's just horrible. It's horrible that we have to have all these additional additional thoughts. So if anyone's got any tips actually on things that on how they're coping and stuff, not in a gloaty way, because for God's sake, stick that in the fucking bin. Um, I don't need any. I don't need someone telling me that they're handling homeschool perfectly. If you do, I just need you to just. I, I could probably do with you going away, um, but. Yeah, I, I actually, but uh, uh, genuinely, one for me then because I do feel like it's made a massive difference to me today. Reconnect with someone, mm. just go out there and just reconnect with someone because you've all, I, everyone's got them. I've got lads I used to used to work with over the years that became like your fucking best mates for fucking a few months yeah. at a time until one of you left that job or you know you'd be in each other's pockets after work and all that type of stuff. You'd go for beers with them and in every sort of job. In every sort of industry, I've always had one or two people that I've, I've, you know, you've got on really well with, and yet now I don't see any of them. Now I find it hard enough in real life, pre-COVID, to see the seven fucking friends that you know I still actually speak to, um, you know, and text and all that type of stuff. So go out, reconnect with someone, and fucking see if that makes you feel a little bit better. No, it's true. Me and him. Me and my cousin started playing. Um, our Neil started playing online together on just like one evening, one evening a week. Um, and it's funny because we, uh, you don't re- again, you don't realise this. The, I, the, the problem with I've discovered it's just a flip, a flip to this. The problem with downtime. So the problem with getting an hour to yourself or getting two hours to yourself and doing something fun for yourself is that it's like uh, it's like having a packet of crisps when you're hungry. It doesn't. It just makes you, and you think, oh, this will tide me over. It doesn't tide you over. It just makes you realise how badly you need it and how much more of it you actually need. Um, what the fuck? Like fucking what's it's a sixteen and a half gram packets. What the fuck's that gonna do against anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking. It's not gonna stop it, is it? In yeah. any way, shape, or form. What's that? What's sixteen and a half gram? It's near me. 
nothing because it's all heavier than 16 and a half gram yeah. a bag of crisps a normal bag of ready salted walkers or whatever 30 grams yeah. what's that going to do yeah. that's about 6 grains of fucking rice yeah. you're idiots yeah. but this is the thing isn't it? it's that it's, it's like the wetting of the appetite thing it's been helpful, but it also uh, you've got to kind of like you got to take it, take what you can and enjoy what you can along the way. So we we were um, we were playing Rocket League and 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 we played played Fortnite as a duo. I've never really played Fortnite before, and it's funny because there'll be some people who are watching this and listening. We immediately going oh Fortnite because it's gone it's gone full circle now where it was dead cool and now it's considered really uncool and it's a thing that all only kids go on. Oh my god! As a duo using our military tactics. We kicked the shit out of what I can only imagine was so many thirteen-year-olds at ten o'clock last week, uh, last Thursday night. Team teammates just fucking climbed to the top of the hill and took on all comers, and it was great. But it was like just having those, and because and he was saying to me like things like that. They're normally a black hole because there's no end. You die, you just jump straight into a new game, start again, and you, it's a black hole for time. There's not necessarily a, a, an achievement to it. But really, just think it, for me, it felt like a massive achievement of just getting together with someone, having a bit of a chat, having a laugh, having a bevy, and actually getting yeah, getting to actually rack our, rack our first ever Fortnite win up felt like a, a massive, <laughs> massive win. And winning at Rocket League, where I am terrible at Rocket League, genuinely terrible. But like, yeah, loads of loads of fun trying to trying to trying to yeah, just it's just nice as you say, it's nice to connect with people because because we can't. <laughs> so yeah, find a little little tips and cheats and all that along the way has been just about like my the water level is here on me it's been a bit higher on, the, on you uh in the last in the last week or so um but yeah that's what i've what i've kind of needed to get through hey everyone mate just a quick word from our sponsors today who are threadsforreds.com the finest the finest Liverpool clubber on the face of planet Earth today, not just in terms of design work, but also in terms of the quality of the garments that they have as well. So much of the stuff that you see online, on Twitter, everyone seems to be doing Liverpool t-shirts and, and football-related t-shirts and stuff, but so many of them are just that really cheap and cheerful kind of stuff we call it disposable clothing the kind of stuff that you pick up in primark and chuck away after a few washes the stuff that they're using is the best of the best truly premium and moreover i need to highlight because we now know liverpool are going to be winning the league title whether it's points per game or games behind closed doors that the and now you're going to believe us t-shirt is once again available get ready for a rather more subdued than we would expect but nevertheless big party if only in our minds and houses for Liverpool lifting number 19 with your and now you're gonna believe us t-shirt which we can now wear with pride fee and free from fear that uh, it's gonna be stolen away from us by the null and void crew uh, yeah head to threadsforreds.com pick up your t-shirts get yourself kitted out for the summer and yeah thanks very much to them for sponsoring the podcast um, I can't remember what it was you said to me earlier in the week I've got this thing I'm going to talk about it on the podcast this week can you remember what it was no fucking idea <laughs> no idea did I text you it or did I say you it I think you did just I said it, it I think you said it you had something like oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to be talking about that on the podcast this week no idea mate none whatsoever never mind I can check me I can yeah shall we um We've, we've been talking a little bit about the Bundesliga in the last few weeks. It's back. We both dedicated some time towards watching it at the weekend. Um, it's um, footy's mad, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't think I can use the Bundesliga as a genuine barometer for how I'm going to feel about the Premier League returning. I know that I was. How many happy games to see- did you watch? I watched 
two. I watched one. Yeah. That, that was enough. Yeah. I thought it was wank. Really? You know. And yeah, and and I was speaking about this on one of the Redman shows this week, Paul, and it's just like I can already see it. I can already see how Twitter's reacted to it, and I just want to get it out there that I'm not asked. Um, and I, I don't want to play into either side. You've got like you got loads of people shouting, you know, football without fans is not. I agree with. Uh, you got loads of people shouting. You don't appreciate the art of football. I think, from my point of view, I think I can appreciate the art of football without fans. But the fact of the matter is, why as soon as one game came back, did Footy Twitter break in two again? <laughs> why? Like one, fo- it was. 10 minutes into one game yeah. and factions and sides and lines were drawn and you know you can't appreciate the art of football it's nothing without the fucking fans <laughs> I fucking told you you're not a real football fan you can't do it and I'm like oh my god it started oh my god it started again and here's the thing just because you like or don't like something doesn't matter and you can't help whether you like or you dislike something I really like the st- the, 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 the stats the statistical side I watch games with no sound on when the kids are going to sleep and all that type of stuff I'm happy with that yeah. as a package that wasn't for me yeah. I don't know why I don't know whether it was the Bundesliga I don't know whether it's because I don't know any of the players or I don't give a shit or it felt really slow or it felt like a pre-season or there was no weight to anything because you couldn't tell how important it was because there was no fans to tell you could have been watching the Champions League final and with no fans crap yeah. crap you can't tell how, how big a game it is without fans whether you're listening to them or you're seeing them or whatever I, I, and i'm just like i'm not asked whether you think it's good or bad me personally i am old enough and strong-willed enough to not be asked whether anybody thinks i'm a football fan because i don't like it I don't like it didn't like it yeah I, doesn't matter to me yeah and the reason why that happened is because you put a tweet out saying that you didn't like it and you you activated angry other side other side twitter but you've got people going oh but you know it's better than nothing I'm like did you read the tweet this is better than nothing at the end Mm. like nearly verbatim yeah absolutely and that was I'm just saying that's what Twitter's for that was my 100% I didn't get involved in an argument with people I put my opinion out there and then that was it oh that's where you went wrong hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Yeah, well, there's the issue, isn't it? Like, heaven forbid, having a fucking opinion with differs with people. Yeah. Like, I am... Um, I, 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 you know, we've, we've had a bit of a chat about it before, but I, I didn't mind it. It was fine. But what, what I've realised after the fact, because I've seen a lot of people like, what team are you going to support? Are you going to get into it? I'm not... I'm past that age of having other teams. Like, But, like, you're, you've got other teams in other sports, and you have other sports. I don't... Like, I mean, I, I have other teams that I quite like, I quite admire... But I don't follow anything else. I, I, but I do really like. I like football because I like what I what I really liked about it was I enjoyed sitting down. I enjoyed having it be a distraction. I enjoyed having something on. I like knowing that things are live, whether there's a fan fans or not. Um, and I liked it. I liked on the opposite side to what you're saying. I enjoyed the collectivism of Twitter. To be honest, I like the fact that we that everyone was on a subject. Like it was, you could go on there, and there was actually some interesting things. The weird opinions, I was, I, I, I really enjoyed actually seeing the the divide and seeing people's people's different takes on it. And of course, people get carried away on all in all, in all walks, but they always do. But because I was kind of neither, I didn't think it was brilliant. I, but I didn't hate it. I, I said to you at the time. To be fair, it was the first two hours I've had in two months to myself in the house, where. On my couch, which I never get anywhere near because one of the kids is on there. Or if I'm in the house, I can't just go. I'm getting off for two hours to go and sit on my own. That never happened. So the football was at least a nice legitimate reason to do that. I had the Dortmund Schalke game on on the telly. I had RB Leipzig on my phone in front of me. I had a pad, a pad and pen because I was making notes for the Bundesliga roundup show for Red Men. And I, yeah, and I, I was in my element. I was great because I, I enjoyed. Fa- it's the first time in two months where there's actually been something worth doing you know they put the, the ITV show in Euro 96 again Ardy. I watched a court accidentally five minutes of England Scotland and I was a bit gutted I'd kind of missed that to be honest but I never dove into that Every, everything else is being manufactured you know we've done a few of them we've done a few watch along things we're trying to, we're try, and we're doing it with Footy Manager I've been doing a bit with Pro Evo we're all trying to replicate that of a reason for everyone to get together and put their eyes on one thing so I, 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 I enjoyed it from that perspective but as a as a football spectacle, it's not it's not the same thing. But equally, the, the, the what I what I, okay, what I said to you the other day was, um, was it as a product worse than normal football? Hundred percent. Was it a better product than the football that was on telly the week before? Yeah, definitely. So if you gave me the choice between zero football and some fo- and some football to watch, I'll always take the some football to watch because. But I, I'm not sure everyone thinks like that. Mm. Because no one else was watching the Belarusian league when that was fucking back. Yeah, you know what I mean. And to me, the Bundesliga is that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if you give me the A League, I'm not watching it. Yeah, I just, whether it's got know. a crowd or it doesn't, because it doesn't interest me. And I think what I realised is the Bundesliga doesn't interest me. Yeah, I. Um... It's just for, it's just for if if it was Spanish fourteen. Yeah. If it's right and it didn't have. Barcelona or Real Madrid in. I'm I'm kind of bored of Spanish football. I've I've watched loads of it over the years. Yeah. Now I went through a spell a few years ago where I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I watched the full Bundesliga game a week, but I certainly watched the highlight show at least once a week. Mm-hmm. 
no, at least once every two weeks. Apologies. Yeah. And I would watch it f- fairly regularly. Maybe this is going back a few more years thinking about it. That's kind of where I think the Bundesliga has gone for me now. Yeah. And I thought I really hoped that I'd enjoy it. I, like I went into that weekend and I I, I made the appointment of you. I same as you. I sorted it. I I got the fucking. I've got it all. I I I had I had it up here. I, I had a fucking beer in my hand. It was perfect. And I was picking my phone up and I was on Twitter. And for me, I don't do that when I'm into something. Yeah. See, that was what I did. Other people, in, other people enjoy. Yeah. Other people enjoy putting Twitter on and having a second screen and yeah, all that, yeah, and that's yeah. fine. That's you. Like, if you enjoy that, I'm not going to ever tell you not to. But if I pick my phone up during something, I'm not enjoying it, and I'm not invested. And it's not good enough for me. Yeah. And and I wanted to enjoy it. And what I'm trying to say is, don't feel like just because somebody on Twitter tells you that you like you feel like this because of this or the other side they feel like this because of this it's just be you it's the, you're like yeah. you're only lying to your fucking self aren't you yeah. if you don't enjoy something it's you don't the, have to say any other, anything else just to fit in with the crowd like yeah it's the emperor's new clothes isn't it in that in that situation it's like you feel like you have to say it was good because if you say it was rubbish it's somehow an indictment of the notion that the premier league can come back it's not Great, the greatest point I make on this because you're right. Like I, I enjoy football in that regard. I like, I just like having football on. It comforts me because I enjoy, I enjoy looking up, and I can give it as much or a little attention as I want. I mean, that Super Sunday, I, you know, I go. We used to go around to my dad's every Sunday for dinner, and we have whatever the big game on. We stick around and watch the four o'clock game. But I'm on Twitter. I like I like that. I like talking and reacting, and I like I, I, that's that's one of the things I enjoy about enjoy about footy. Um, if a game's looking, if a game's properly enthralling, great, it's properly enthralling. But it's kind of the point I was making about it is that I I'm not going to adopt the team. I, I'm not asked. I'm not asked enough to adopt the team, so I don't really care. I'm just quite. I just I quite like the just. It's just a it's just a nice welcome distraction for me. You know, I don't I don't really watch telly. I don't really watch shows. I don't really have anything that I do on my own in that in that in that regard. So I need I, I enjoyed it from that. But again, what I realised is I'm not gonna I'm not gonna all of a sudden become a Dortmund fan or a Bayern Munich fan or whatever because of this. But on the flip of it, what I'm, what I, what I mean is I ca- see I can't f- sorry sorry Paul sorry since what I I can't fake that investment mm. into something and and yeah. I'm not saying people are I, I can't just go I'm just gonna pick a team yeah. And then, and then pick a team. How did you choose yeah, the how, real... how did you choose the Vikings as your team for the NFL? So I'd been watching the NFL. Like first of all, I remember watching it on my dad's knee when it was like around the eighty-five Bears and that. And and I had a Bears shirt when I was about five or six um, years old, and I loved that shirt. I wore it fucking everywhere. And then the Dallas Cowboys became massive. I think they won like ninety-two to ninety-five. They won three Super Bowls or something like that in that era. Mm-hmm. And, and then I realised at that stage I was like 11, 12 and I was like oh these are the Man United of fucking the NFL so I wanted to actively move away from them because because they were the dominating team and they had all the fucking money and the worst owner and all that type of stuff and I very much made a conscious decision to leave that and then I just watched it a, a bit like a little bit and I don't think it was on telly much in, in those sort of latter 90s years and I got a whiff of um, Randy Moss coming out of college and I was like, oh well, I'm, I need a team. I want. I'm. I'm getting back into it. It's like ninety eight, so we're like sixteen at this point. I'm staying up late to watch it and stuff like that. And uh, I was just like, I'll just go with whatever fucking team he goes to. Mm-hmm. 
and and that was it and i just and he was a boss and he was amazing in that rookie season and stuff and i was like this is perfect for me and there's quite a lot of i found having just then started supporting it that there are loads of similarities like you know this these my favorite band like craig the league singers from there who sings about stuff in that city um which is mad because my favorite american sports team and my favorite fucking band basically come from the same place which yeah. is just a little bit random yeah. so now I, I just feel like a little bit of a connection there for some reason mm-hmm. that's grown and i can't tell you what i felt like the first couple of years watching it because i can't remember yeah you know and and there would be times when i'd watched I'd, I'd still watch every game and it probably wasn't until i bought game pass maybe three years ago when i watched every vikings game of the season yeah and i have done ever since and that made a massive difference to me because yeah. now i can't watch as many games of the nfl anymore because yeah. i'm too emotionally invested in that one team yeah. that i actually there's too much i have that like you watch man united versus chelsea and it's not like i'm enjoying this as a spectacle i'm now wanting one team to lose because that might affect mine and that's that's when i realized shit i'm a proper fan now and that was only about three years ago yeah yeah i think that the, the on the, the other side of things like i've always been i've always had a casual liking of various things like you know when i was 17 18 19 you know early late teens early 20s when you've you've got your real first opinions blooding in and it's very and very easy to die on a number of hills to make a point just to make a point sake i used to love you know me i used to love a good argument at that at that point and i would probably i could have made a case for how much i loved x y and z i'd have picked me teams i'd have picked i'd have had sports teams that i was more into and I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I just don't have that anymore. You know what I mean? So like, when I watch the Bundesliga, no, don't get me wrong, Chris. If they tell me all of a sudden now that there's no Premier League's not going to come back and it's not going to come back till like September, and the Bundesliga is going to be here for a stretch of that, that might change. Like in watching some more Bundesliga, I might find a, a particular affinity with the team or whatever. I don't think I will, but I might because it because I might because I like I like footy that much. I, I will just. I will go with whatever football's there for me to watch ultimately, but yeah, the the idea that you're um, I think you it, you need something there. You know it. It's, it's like not a, a tap that it's not a tap that can be switched on. Yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't work like that, and you can't you can't trick yourself. I remember watching a game uh, of American footy. I won't talk too much about the game. A few years ago, and it was a two teams that I didn't support, and 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 I didn't realize. I re- actually liked one of the teams yeah. because I fucking celebrated it. Yeah. And, it, and that was the first point when they scored that I realised that I was actually supporting them yeah. in a, in that game. Yeah. And, I, and it's a weird thing. Sometimes like, you go into a football game and you go into a Premier League game, you know, because you've been built up for the last however, however old you are, many years, and how many years you've been a football fan, you know how you feel about a team. Yeah. You know when Burnley play fucking Bournemouth which one you're going to go for mm-hmm. and why. Yeah. There. Yeah. You can't like, and it might be just as simple as a Bournemouth go ahead of Everton here. Yeah. That might be all you need to go into that game yeah. or I like Eddie Howe or something like that. I as a, It was a really eye-opening thing because I went in not knowing I liked the team and then liked it. Yeah. And I was, I was fucking up and I was like, oh shit, I caught myself. I was like, you didn't think you? I was like almost had a conversation. We had like, we celebrating this for. I've got no idea. <laughs> Clearly, I fucking liked them, yeah. and I, it was a really weird thing. But in footy, that doesn't happen for me. I I know before I go in, who I want to win and who I don't, yeah. because of everything that we've gone through as fans. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you've. Have you ever had anything like that? Yeah, I, I guess. I, I mean, to be fair, 
probably like when you can consider like lower league stuff maybe or mad FA Cup games and all that kind of stuff maybe you get bits and pieces like that like or yeah or, or, I guess the, the, the little bits and times I've had watching other sports like um, the question I posed a couple of weeks ago was that was talking about the um, the run to the um, the the baseball World Series champions was the Florida Marlins as I was trying to remember a couple of weeks yeah, ago yeah, with so Josh Beckett who was the, the pitcher comments. and like just got swept up in the whole in their run and that, and fell for them for a spell of time but you know yeah it's it's it, it I suppose it's mad I have it because I'm a, I like all sports but not enough to I would never it's like having a, a wide group of friends but there's not there's not many I would actively choose to go and spend my one-on-one time with is kind of my relationship to other sports um the Olympics is a good example of that for me like I don't really follow athletic or, or the or the European Championships or that kind of stuff in those regards you know in athletics um when you find yourself swept up in in the, in the moments of in moments of sport and brilliance and stuff that's the one thing that's lost with the Bundesliga I think and I think it makes it harder to connect in that way you've now got to do your research so the people who've all chosen Union Berlin as their side have done it because they've read up on their story and they've read up on this and that and that's fair listen that's that, that's as good a reason as any to get behind a football team if you feel like a football team supports your ethos and all that kind of stuff that's great um, but I I would find it easy to get on board with them if I watched them play if they played that Bayern Munich game with the weekend with a full house and you could mm. see them banging on the walls you know and the getting behind it, I, I might have gone yeah that's the, that's, that's it for me because that would ignite something in me whereas I look at it. I look at it a bit. I'm looking at the Bundesliga stuff quite cold and quite objectively, and saying like I'm, James Orcott is like a farmy team, and I was like James, do yourself a favour. You support QPR, go and support the team that's going to win the Bundesliga if you're going to do it. If you're going to choose, go and choose the team that's going to win. So at least you get to understand what that feel, <laughs> what that feels like because it seems bonkers to me. The Toffee TV lads are talking about who they're going to be supporting. I think they're back in. Dortmund just because they've been to they've been to, to to there before like which is fair but like going back it's, you might as well if you're gonna be a, if you're gonna be an armchair fan and you're not gonna be it's only gonna be a casual following you might as well support Bayern Munich well, or that's, Dortmund that's it I mean everything you've said and add this to it when you're looking at a team and you go all right I've decided I'm gonna do this for whatever reason and then there's no atmosphere and there's nothing and they're just a bit wank yeah I'd go. I'll just change my mind here. Yeah. It don't matter to me. No, I genuinely have supported you for three minutes. Yeah. I can see that you're goddamn terrible <laughs> and I'm not going to enjoy this. I'm not ready to marry up with you because yeah. I can't get emotionally yeah. invested in you being shit. Yeah. I don't have an, I've, I've got enough problems in my life right now without having to worry about you and your crap football team yeah, on top. Absolutely. Well, this is it. Like, that atmosphere stuff makes such a massive difference. Like, Charlie doesn't like footy she's not into footy she, like, she, she'll play footy she'll kick a ball around she, she enjoys the, like, actually playing it and she enjoys the big games because she enjoys the emotion of the big games she used to come to us to come with us to watch all the Champions League games in the pub back in the day under, under Benitez and she loves that she, so she'll get sucked in and all that stuff but when you take that away some people some people football is just that for some people so people like her and that's not most football fans aren't only in it just for the passion but there's tons that are. Everyone, everyone gets different things from footy. There's people who are the football purists, who are the people who will sit at home with the sound off and just watch the football because they're so enamoured with the mechanical movements of what happens on the pitch. Most of us are a bit of all, of all, 
the lot. You've got to have an affinity. You, you know, it helps if you've got a bit of an affinity and understanding of the teams that are playing. It helps if you, you know, if you're seeing a good quality of football. You want to have a bit of the, the you want this to feel the emotion and the passion of the game itself. So you and you know, and to have a wider understanding of the context within it's being played. When you take the fans out of it, you 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 are inevitably, no matter what people say, and people can have, as you say, people can have the opinion that it was brilliant. And I'm I'm, I'm wearing it. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's not. And this is not a debate whether it should or shouldn't come back with the Premier League. It's just that that's such a mega massive part of it. The Germans are mad for the for the crowd for the for the fan culture. You know, it was, we did the roundup show this week, and Chris Williams, Jano made a point of saying like because of the fifty plus one ownership rule, which means that fans own basically you know are, are majority shareholders of things. They literally own the terraces, so they not having fans in is like a personal affront to them um so like because they understand how important whenever we talk about football culture in the last five years german football is held up it's held on a pedestal yeah, yeah it is it's held on a pedestal so like it's not so. as good simple it's just simply not as good but does that mean that i'm sat here and and and, and, and this is not an argument against not bringing footy back because I don't think whether fans are in there really is, is, is a really important part of whether football should come back or not. It should be. I'd love it to be. And I think fans play a mega part in in in, in the quality of the product and the whole the all-round experience. But if the Premier League decides to come back, it won't be to do anything to do with the fans in the stands. No. No. And, it, and, and nor should it be at this point. I think, you know, that... that I'd, I'd love to have spoken to a German fan at the weekend about his team coming back because I know for a fact when Liverpool take to that field that it actually won't matter. Like, it won't it won't dull my enjoyment of watching the football team. Yeah. Because I have a love for that football team and a love for this football club. Yeah. Um, so when I, I know that, you know, when it comes back, it might not be the same product. It might not look the same. It's still my fucking team. Exactly. And that's that's what I'm looking forward to seeing right now. And of course I want fans to be, of course I want to be into the ground. Yeah. But I can live with just seeing my football team play football. This is the key point, is that because you've watched that with no affinity for the teams and, and you, you know, you, you, you've not enjoyed the experience of watching the Bundesliga but you're right you have no investment in the team you have no investment in the league it's, it's, it might as well be a different sport in that regard how we've it's, re- honestly it's like watching the Japanese league or, or the A-league or, or whatever it is it doesn't matter to me it's not on my radar yeah. so like if you'd have told me that the A-league was back this weekend nobody really would have watched it yeah. I, I, you know half the people don't watch the Bundesliga yeah you know what I mean? And but we're all starved, so everyone gave it a go. And some people liked it and some people didn't, and that's fucking cool. Yeah. But it's not my footy. Well, the point I'm driving at ultimately with it is that is when you when Liverpool comes back, that's gonna be a completely different kettle of fish. And I I, I can't judge football without fans. You know, the football it's gonna be worse. But this notion of you're right, I'm not bought into it. I'm look, it's like coming into a film three quarters of the way in and being expected to think it's an Oscar winning performance. You know what I mean? I can go in there and I can watch a film with 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 a, a quarter of it left to go, and I can go, that's a good acting performance, and I can see some good bits of it. But I'm not up to date on the story. The story of football is half of the reason you're bought into it anyway. Like if we, I think if we had to watch a full season of Bundesliga, that might you know, and you and you could see the rise and fall, that might help. But the point is Liverpool are our team. 
if you're then watching Liverpool play behind closed doors and it's not for you, then fair enough. You know what I mean? But like, I, 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 I will pay far more attention to a Liverpool game on the telly than I'm ever going to play to a game, you know, play to a game with Dortmund or Bayern or Leipzig or, or anything like that. That's going to be the barometer because the pre- it will be better. We will have a better experience just because it's the Premier League. And yeah. just because we know what's what, going on. Absolutely. I tell you what, I've um, I've massively enjoyed, I don't know whether it's because I've been pissed both times, but your Twitch streams and stuff on a Friday night when I've caught them. Now, I, I've always hated the idea of watching people play computer games. And it, re- and it, it dawned on me as you were talking then, why why am I enjoying yours? Hey, the commentary's fucking brilliant <laughs> and stuff like that. And your shit, which helps. But... I'm invested in you, yeah. and I realise that that's what people are... They're not watching people play computer games, they're watching personalities sometimes who are good at computer games or bad, or funny, or whatever. There's a reason that people... They're not interested in the fucking game on the screen that they could play themselves. Yeah. They're interested in that person, how they react, and all that type of stuff. So you, I, so I, I gave it a chance. I tried to watch something else, someone else playing it, and I was like... It's just what... This is what I thought it was going to be like. I, I can't... This isn't for me. Yeah. But I'm not invested in that person. Now understand why. So, in a simple sense, I'm invested in watching you play yeah. play computer games. There's, a, you know, there's the story, there's the narrative, the you of what the messmates for years. I can't go, and I also feel like I'm cheating on you if I'm watching someone else's Twitch. <laughs> no, but it's a good point, isn't it? And so, yeah, I think anyone who might, I think there will be people who who, who watch the Bundesliga and felt a real sense of like disappointment. I didn't because, like, for me. I've spent the last two months watching the wrestling, and the wrestling's been fucking abysmal. Like, and and like, not not religiously. I mean, I, I've watched I've watched I watched WrestleMania, which they split over two nights, and pre-recorded. And I I I enjoyed it. Is that so you didn't fall asleep? Oh no, Chris! It was. If it had been one show, would you have fallen asleep? No, I fell asleep both times. It was. It was. It was still being shown like it would have been. So we still started at one o'clock in the morning. Except it was over two nights. It was two, three-hour shows. Geo, Geo, fucking locked it for you. It's live, mate. Just played at a normal time. It's not live though, is it? It's pre-recorded. But it, but it's 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 produced. It's it's put out live. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Couldn't they have Geo fucking locked it by territory to put out a normal fucking time for you? Yeah, but then it's like yes, watching games. Is the answer? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, I could have watched it. it. Was I've got it? I've got the network. I could have watched it on demand at any point. But again, it's that point of. I didn't stay up and watch the whole things anyway. I, I did watch both shows predominantly after the fact, particularly the second night. I was no way I was staying up for the second night after the shit show that was the first <laughs> one. Um, but it was fine. But and I saw, you know, we had, so I've seen all these arguments already. Is my point is that I saw people saying, "Well, you've got to appreciate it for the wrestling. You've got to appreciate it for the art form." And it, no, that was amazing. And it, again, it becomes an emperor's new clothes because you've either got to think it was brilliant or you've got to say it was shite. There can be no. Look, I, it was fine. I got I got a reasonable amount of enjoyment out of it. it. It killed a couple of hours of my life. It meant I wasn't being bothered by my family um, for it. Spectacular. That's all. I, that's all I was in it for. And that's kind of my take on Bundesliga. Like wrestling in particular needs the audience because without the audience, it's just a bunch of fellas pretending to fight. Whereas when you put an audience in it, like I've gone back and watched. Um, I think it might be anyway. No, no, no. But what I mean is, it's more. It transcends. <laughs> it transcends what it is because it becomes. It becomes absorbing when you're watching something. So you watch, uh, Rock versus Hulk Hogan, in like WrestleMania 18, I think it was, and you see fifty thousand people, and they're looking. 
past each other and you can feel the audience ramping up and you know it becomes kick outs of pins become more real when you can see the looks of shock and disbelief on people's face in the audience you spend your disbelief more when there's people who are reacting to it because it's like watching magic magic bollocks magic is the biggest load of fucking horse shit ever if it was in a live magic show nah not for me like because it's bollocks but when you get the goos nars and the gasps you, it helps you get into it all a bit a, a bit more so having spent this time watching that and seeing how rubbish wrestling's become as a result of it and having to find a, a modicum of appreciation for the good stuff that they do by comparison, watching an actual sport with two loads of people who are going at it wanting to win. Footy, even in a league I don't give a shit about, with 22 players I don't give a shit about, playing on a fucking channel that I don't give a shit about, doing all these things, feels amazing by comparison to me. So yeah, maybe we all need we all need to remember the context of this awful world we're in uh, and soak it up where we can, soak it up where we can get it. Um, yes, have you got anything you'd like to purge this week? Do you know what? No, not really. And 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 that in and of itself is what's being purged. Okay. You purged. Now, don't ask me what I've just purged because okay. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Okay. But my life is so uninteresting at the moment that I get wound up by, and you've known the stupidest little things. There's nothing. It's so dull and so uninteresting and so fucking quarantined and fucking, like, fucking bleach clean at the moment. There's just nothing to be asked about anymore, Paul, and that's what's being purged. There's a lot of people, I think, who are going through life, and you're not this, by the way, but that episode of um, the Hank Scorpio episode of The Simpsons where Homer gets the new job and they get the brand new boss house and the house cleans itself and Marge goes to do all her jobs and all of a sudden by like 9.30 it's done and she just cracks open a bottle of wine and sits and, and, sits and drinks it because at this point all the all, there's, there's no more interesting unless you were literally you had to go and fall over a massive piece of concrete in the street to have something to talk about last week <laughs> You know what I mean? Because you do, and that was the only you know your walk is never getting more interesting than that now because it's the same walk you're seeing the same sights you're seeing the same things you're doing the same things. You need there needs to be we just need more more stuff. Like I say, like the highlight of my week has literally been beating my wife on Scrabble. Like how middle aged have I become? <laughs> Genuinely, I uh, I was thinking things before about how. Um, you're not a, you're not a fully fledged adult until dot 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 like oh i've got the best one of this go on, go on. you go first um mine was um until you cut the grass in your back garden and end up fucking ruining a pair of trainees with grass stains because you forgot to change into your oh, mowing the lawn trainees oh, oh that's a fucking rookie out of that lad yeah. Don't get me wrong. Fucking rookie I wasn't cutting the grass, but I was stood next to it while it happened, um, which is even worse. You are not a fully fledged adult until dot dot dot. Your electrical screwdrivers didn't come out of a Christmas cracker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely nailed it. Yeah, hundred percent nailed it. Yeah. 
It's going to be sure. You're not a fully fledged adult until dot dot dot. You know that when the boiler stops working, you need to get a screwdriver and turn that little screw <laughs> underneath it, it to add more pressure to the boiler. That's a that's a full on. And on my boiler, knock the fucking gauge because it's half broken. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, hundred percent. I uh, or in the instance of being in this office when the um, when the hot water stopped, you've got to clamber over fourteen things, take the assault course to break into the cupboard where it is and turn it off and on. But yeah, and let us know you're you're not a fully fledged adult until dot dot dots in the comments. Uh, we'll do some more. Uh, we'll do some out of interest, Paul, have you ever bought a set of electrical screwdrivers or did they come from a cracker? They all come from crackers. It's like, this. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it's like, a, I, but, 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 I purposely buy Christmas crackers that have those things in. I don't buy sick Christmas crackers. I buy Christmas crackers that have got proper metal things in. So, we got, um, you get your little screwdriver, we got one of those, um, metal corky things that you go over the top of bottles of Prosecco and Champagne we very much like Genius. yeah yeah absolutely and they, you know and you negotiate your way around those things it's all you get a couple of, you get a couple of cheap ones so you get the little red plastic fish because you can't, it's not Christmas not one of them but let the kids have them in their crackers if you're not getting like you know a, 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 a screwdriver one screwdriver in your house and then what you do is you pray no one's a prick and pounces on it or if you do you then keep Keep your eyes on it and get them drunk and wait till they just take their eyes off it and then secrete it away and then you box up. We've got a couple of them in our house basically by that by that method. So yeah, so, I, I do so, it, I do so it in why, a round why, why it was so um why I thought of this at the weekend is I realised all my fucking screwdrivers, my electrical ones came from fucking Christmas crackers and they're all crap. <laughs> and I needed to I needed to take something apart that was ridiculously difficult and it wouldn't do it and I was like Oh my god! And I went onto Amazon and I bought a set of electrical screwdrivers, and that exact thought popped into my head, and I nearly tweeted it. Yeah. And it, what didn't is I actually thought it would bang. Yeah. And decided that I, I can't be dealing with the fucking messages back from this and having to mute that post, so yeah. I didn't bother tweeting it. Absolutely. And it's random that then two day, three days later, you're fucking. Uh, you've basically said that exact sentence and I had it there ready. There you go. I uh, Yeah, no, things like that, absolutely. Um, there must be tons of examples. I do want to know if that tweet would have banged now, but yeah, like, I do think it would have. Yeah. And I, I just couldn't be arsed dealing with it Maybe because we'll do I don't it. like tweets to we'll bang. We'll do it off the MXP account. Um, at Matrix Page on Twitter if you want to if you want to get involved with all of that. But yeah, I mean, to be fair, I'm a man who owns some mad tools. Like, I, I have... <laughs> this is me in a nutshell, by the way. I realised this the other day when, like, my shed is crap. My shed is just rubbish. I mean, it's not. It's full of like toys and footies, which is great. But I thought I thought we used to have a. We went by my mum and dad's old house by the park when we went out the other week, and I know I, I could see down the side. Does it infuriate not, you that their gates are always locked shut? Yeah, but I, I can see over them. I didn't go up to them. I the distance. They, they've knocked the garage down, and in our, I loved our garage. For start, it was my little like fortress of solitude. I could go there and smoke and and, and it, 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 under a roof, which made a big difference. Uh, but I used to like I just. Do I take a drawer and do mad things? But we always used to have tools, loads of tools and loads of bits and pieces. You could make stuff. Like as a kid, you reach an age where you're like, you wanted to make like see the, the Simpsons episode to reference Simpsons again, the box car, so box derby racer thing. Like there were bits of wheels and stuff. You could make a fucking shit go kart in our garage, and I don't have that because I'm not a proper man. Like I'm not a I, you know, you 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 are more this way. You are more with this, but it's only by training. It's only by being 
you've had no choice but to pick a lot of this stuff up. Like, I think 10 years ago, we were probably on the same level of stuff. When we were working in the tavern, we were both fucking useless. But being at the tavern taught us more self-reliability. But then what happened is my mother-in-law has basically taken over all of those responsibilities in our house. So, like, I've never needed to really, really do it. But it disappoints me that I don't have... I don't... If I want to go... Like, I, I think about, like, I want to make a ramp for me kids remote control cars and I'm like it sounds like a stupid thing but like I don't have the prerequisite materials just kicking around me house or the tools in which to do it but the band what started at this point was I own like the the tools that will open up a Super Nintendo cartridge <laughs> I know the two I opened the, I have the tools that will unlock a, a PS3 so you can clean the fan out the back I have really stupid pointless niche of these of the of these things so i'm not really i'm not a full i'm not a full-blown man i'm just a man a man a man child at heart really and it makes me feel it make me feel sad that i have all those things but anyway uh, what what i was going to page um headphone wires i'm 37 years old and i still shove headphones into my pocket uh that you jangle them around for 30 seconds and they come out like the kind of knot that would have killed houdini um and um I mean, this is a bit right. Look, it's a cliche. It's a bit of a cliche one. This is like me ranting about pineapple on a pizza, which I will never do because it's fine. Um, but it it is baffling. There must be someone must have done like a scientific study into it and how it's possible for 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 headphones. I think the headphone wires. Everyone's so focused on wanting Toy Story to be real. You know, like the idea that when you leave a room, the toys have a life of their own. That we've we've got this happens in our life. It's headphone wires. The second they are out of line of sight of human eyes, they just go, come on, lad. And, and, and <laughs> Coil up like a fucking yeah. snake, yeah. don't they? <laughs> Genuinely. And, and it's not just headphone wires, though, because probably my biggest annoyance this week, and I'm looking right at it now, and I am fuming looking at him, is my XLR lead that I brought home with me. Mm-hmm. Now, if anybody is unfortunate enough to work with an XLR lead, they're like the fucking souped up uncle of the headphone wire auntie. Now, you don't have the daily briefing with the headphone wire, so you might not get as pissed off, but an XLR wire that's five metres long is, is hell on earth. And the problem and, and the problem is, when I packed the bag up in a fucking rage when, we, when I locked down the studio, I, I grabbed a 10 metre fucking XLR pole. That's a lot of so that's when, a lot of when you wire. text when you when you text me before and said you're ready to half past I would give us till quarter two. It's the XLR lead's fault. <laughs> and to be to your credit, it only took you seven minutes. Uh, so that that's... because I've got a system now, I I hang it up on the back of the door, but somehow for me putting it on the back of the door and it comes off perfect yeah. to putting it on the bed, turning me back. He'd done what you'd said and he fucking looped all in. And I'm like, I only moved you fucking two yards from the door to the bed and it's all of a sudden you fucking I, sorted it. I feel this because we've both taken the same camera home. I took two XLRs because I was going to record something with, with, with Charlie and the, the the mic I took home wasn't working. It's not important. I couldn't get it working, but then I also couldn't get the XLRs out of the sockets on the top of the camera. They're a fucking nightmare at the time for no reason and whatsoever. push button. Oh yeah, mate. Like, thanks. <laughs> Thanks, um, but it, no, it's worth saying. It is worth saying. Um, but I couldn't get them out, and so I've been helping her film these story uh, stories for their for their school kids. But I've got to the point where I can't get them out, so I've just t- taken two these two big, oh God. just effectively wrapping them around the oh camera God. and the tripod, picking it up, putting it away in the in, in the cupboard, and then 
Uh, so they become increasingly more tangled with each and every time that you come to use them. They're all sorted now. We 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 figured out. But I had like. I'm gonna say I'm so glad they're sorted because I was getting anxious then. I was a fucking. My heart was like I was feeling for you then. Like that was fucking empathy. Yeah. Wow. That was empathy. Is mate. that the first time you felt that in about six weeks? <laughs> yeah, I think it might be. Six years. <laughs> it's the first time you felt empathy since you were forced to kill that rat in the backyard of the tavern. <laughs> Because the God. day the day that the Chris Pajak I knew and loved died a little. Um, that's a story. We've done that story yeah. somewhere. We'll do that another day. Um, it's not worth bringing no. that up now because we are, we're in a good mood. It's just, high. If you want to go, if you want to go and see the aftermath of that, if you just uh, go to YouTube and type in Michael Jordan's speech for Kobe Bryant at his celebration of life, where the one where he's crying and says, and it's titled "A Little Bit of Me Died When Kobe Died." Well, just replace that with Kobe with the rat. And look at Michael and his demeanour and understand that that could have been my speech for said rat. You know what I want to purge, actually? Fuck the headphone wires. I want to purge the fact that the the last dance, I've only got one episode and, and three quarters of an episode left on it. You're finished with it, aren't you? It's done. It's all done and dusted. And I am gutted that that series is over. And it has to be because it's about a story. It's about a particular finite amount of time. Um but it makes me so sad because that's the only thing that I am religiously watching at the moment and it gives me and it's one of the few things that makes me actively switch off from everything else because it's so good and it's so inspirational and I'm going to have to find something else and the problem is I'm going to have to hit and miss <coughs> we've talked about this before most television programmes are just good enough to waste your time like they're just mm. they're just good enough that you'll stick it out out of some sort of strange sense of like commitment Perfect example of this, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, is Heroes after Series 1, is Smallville. There's these series that aren't very good, but you just, you've been watching them enough that you get you get stuck oh, into mate. them, and I've got so many of them. I on Heroes, but, but the problem with Smallville is, it was 10 seasons of dangling a carrot in front of you. Yeah. And that wasn't fair because I couldn't give that up because I just wanted to see him don the cape. Yeah. But if you'd have told me at the beginning that it was going to last ten years and like and you get I, ten seconds I, of him in a in a, dist- in a distance doing it, yeah, I wouldn't have bothered. Yeah, no, I, I just wouldn't. Was a was that a hundred hours? I see. It's available to like on like I think it's on Amazon Prime. And I and this, you're all right. Exactly. She's not that fit that I'm going to sit through that again. <laughs> I mean, Kristen Craig and Erica dance. 100% are but it, it's not yeah their fitness doesn't outweigh I just watch porn it's fine um, if, I, if, if I want if I want if I want fit women and an awful an awful scripting just watch pornography you get you get there quicker as well doesn't need to put much of your time um, yeah it's um, yeah Smallville I, I see that because I see all these series like, like I've watched Buffy from start to finish loads of times because it's amazing I've watched Angel start to finish loads of times because it's amazing I've watched The OC for you, for you, a couple of times amazing but like things like that Smallville I will never go back and rewatch that because it's just not the good episodes are not worth sticking out sticking out the whole thing which is a shame but yeah there's tons of that so I'm going to have to go back into the wilderness Chris of finding myself some a series and try and I'm try I'm telling you if you're okay with the subtitled thing Dark is the best series, series that's been fucking come out in the last few years by a fucking country mile. It's a proper thinker. It's absorbing. Yeah. It's a thriller. It's inc- it's incredible. People, are, everyone's recommended Afterlife to me, and but the problem is everyone who's recommended it is gone. It's a it's I it's you know I've been crying with it. I'm like I'm saying nah you're all right. Like I I don't I don't need I don't need to be put through the emotional ringer. I just 
and that's why it's weirdly like that's that's the thing about the, the the last dance why i've enjoyed it so much is you know it's a proper story it's it's actually in, it's interesting because they're real people giving a real they're superhuman people they're almost like scripted people they've almost been made up because they're so big and so good at what they do but it's they're real and so there's something to be learned from them and their personality traits and how they handle things and all that kind of stuff like um but yeah i'm struggling with dramas at the moment i'm struggling with anything that requires me to have an emotional investment in stuff because i just can't i just don't need it i don't need to be put through the ringer at the moment and that's why i've got a very there's a venn diagram of content that i'm looking for and the last dance fell perfectly in the fucking gap um the toys that made us was do did it for me as well and i'm at the point where i've watched all of them that i can be asked to watch i think i've got one of the movies that made us that that yeah nostalgia where nostalgia meets uh, insight it's roughly what it's roughly where I'm living, where I'm living at the moment. Um, Stick yeah. with Pornhub, mate. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. As if you don't I, need as to if, get emotionally invested in the characters. As if, as if. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, love. Can you just do us a favour and just leave us alone and please don't come in this room or listen to any of the noises emanating from it for about. Well, the more time you can give me, the better, really. Um, uh, yeah, no. Uh, if only. Um, right, sh- should we? Should we do the should we do the story? Oh god. Let me story. Let me kick it off this week. Okay. There was a pink <laughs> going the same way again. Um pig that grew enormous wings and flew into dangerous buildings <laughs> it died <laughs> <laughs> the end there we go nailed it short and sweet this week um, there was a gen- let's do another one big thing giant wings flew into building and died perfect <laughs> You can get that on Twitter, I reckon. Um, okay, on, let's do another. I enjoyed that. Okay, once upon a time, go on. Well, let's, let's skip through that. Ah, time. There. Under. There under. The. What? <laughs> water. <laughs> lived. Once upon a time, there under the no, it doesn't work. You're right. <laughs> there once upon a once upon a time there under ah giant bridge. <laughs> Wait, I'm so confused. Let's go again. <laughs> I'm so confused. Right, go on. Fuck it. First word. Once upon a time. There. <laughs> was a fucking stupid fucking prime prime minister <laughs> who had stupid fucking floppy fucking cocks. 
these appendages were often known to the populace as his come on Tory manifesto <laughs> I was hoping you were saying party but anyway um, the inevitable happened and the mate what mate decided to slaughter them with our penises <laughs> and they failed a drugs and sanity test every single time they opened their fucking fridge <laughs> doors they died another horrible death the Tories <laughs> forgot who lives above the sky what <laughs> forever and ever amen fine there we go what the fucking hell <laughs> what the fucking hell I apologise to everyone who's just lost two minutes of their life to that that was a uh, wasn't up it wasn't it wasn't the masterpieces that we've been We've been, we've been it's because I was I was trying to lead you That's to where you've gone wrong. his appendages, the Tory party, mm. but you didn't, and then it, it ended up going really badly. And, and you're right, I should think about single words, and I promise I will do better. So the pig died. Remember the pig. Remember us at our best. Uh, we'll be back yeah. with more next week. Um, do go and subscribe to the Patreon if you want more from us. We're going to be doing our Q and A next week. Uh, first time you can get involved with all of that, so you can get your questions. If you're a current existing patrons, then get your questions into us. Uh, you can join the Discord server as well. Um, always good stuff. Uh, yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you very much. We reached twenty thousand subscribers uh, in the last week, which is fantastic. Uh, if you haven't subscribed, do subscribe as well. Drop a like on this video, and if you're listening on podcast and services, give it a five star rating. Our absolute legend here, patrons, are going to get their names featured at the end of this podcast. You can be one of them as well. Uh, so stay tuned for that uh, at the end. And yeah, that's been great. Thanks very much. Uh, leave us your uh, you know you're a fu- you're a fully grown adult dot dot dots in the comments uh, and we'll see you with more MXP next week even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 